What's up, everybody? I'm JJ John J. Stramski. And I'm Jason Goff. And if you haven't heard, The Ringer has gone local. I'm bringing the fire. I'm bringing the rain from the Big Apple with my show, New York, New York. And I'm repping Chi-Town with my new show, The Full Go on All Things Chicago. We've got episodes three nights a week with all the reaction to the local teams and guests. Plus bonus episodes around all the big games and storylines. So whether you're uptown, downtown, in the burbs, or a transplant. Make sure you follow New York, New York, and The Full Go on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right, Monday edition, the two-man show is back. How do you feel about this? You went from top dog to arguably to the best co-host here. How do you... Oh, okay. I didn't know what you were going to say. Um, I would argue you're the best co-host in the show. That feels really, really good. Um, I would say your bone, probably, that got <laughs> fixed in your shoulder <laughs> yep. is it's an elbow. your funny bone in your elbow. I've said shoulder more times than I've said elbow about your surgery. I I don't know what a shoulder or elbow is, but I know you had one of them corrected. I feel so weird. Like I feel like we haven't done the podcast in weeks, maybe yeah. a month. We've I don't only, know what it, it's literally is. been. So for me it was what last Thursday, uh, a week ago Thursday? Well, and when we did that show on Thursday, it was with Luber and it was a totally like we've never done a show where it was all interview. So interview, it literally true. has been almost like 2 weeks since a normal episode. And what's a normal episode for us? It's not, I don't know if we yeah, have Yeah, it's that. nonsense and bantering yelling about crap, so it's perfect. So the yeah. elbow surgery, I, I'm holding oh, up Oh, if the you people. guys could people, you I, people I've, need I've to see said, this. I've posted some pictures on Instagram. Oh, that's right. They basically pulled two pieces of bone about the size of a molar out of my elbow and then shaved down the back of my arm, had some bone spurs. Um, pain is not terrible. I've got my post-op tomorrow, Tuesday, so I'm excited about that. Uh, what When you... Uh, talk about pain not being bad what about mobility like is it better do you notice a difference yeah my arm is straighter now than when i got the surgery it was prevented from being straightened so those bone fragments were in the way so yeah it's getting better i'm hoping tomorrow honestly tomorrow i just hope he says hey there's going to be pain in certain movements but there's no damage so just fight through the pain or don't but you can do whatever you want that would be awesome do you feel nervous at all about the like your recovery? Do you think like they miss anything? I can't. No, I mean the okay. bone spurs. I didn't even know about. It. He's like, yeah, we saw him, and so I was in there. We just shaved him down. Like, no right. extra charge, I hope. 
I'm going to go on a limb and say I got whacked with charges <laughs> on that one. But uh, thank you, Vanderbilt. Charlie Cox was his name. Apparently, or Charles Cox. I Apparently, I came out of anesthesia. I was like, where's Charlie? Where's Charlie? <laughs> Anyways, everybody was very fast. Do you think you're fat. getting a discount for that shout out right there? I should have charged like, you. Sure. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm sure everybody's funny. very fascinated about that story. So we'll continue with that after the rundown. Um, <laughs> Is that what we're talking? I, I forgot. That, that's the last thing. Do you I remember how it. we do this? Oh my god! I you give people I have a preview talk. of how we of what we're going to talk <gasps> about, and that's when they decide. Okay. You know what? I gave the show a shot. I'm going to leave right now. I'm wearing this is my uh, this is there's a lot of firsts going on. This is also my also my first show without the Dell uh, umbrella. N- yeah, the the braille umbrella. No, I consider it more of the safety net. The safety net safety of net. Dell is gone, and that's why I'm why I'm wearing a tank top today. And I kind of hope there's a clip for today's show just just for people to see the tank top. Because I've got a lot of muscles showing. All right, we covered so. tank top. We covered elbows. I think we're good. Mailbag. Fine. Uh, we'll talk about the show. All right. Today on Sports Cards Nonsense, we're going to talk market crash. It's all going to heck in a handbasket, people. <laughs> Give up now. <laughs> then we're going to talk about release calendar. We got product coming out. We've got a fun game we're going to play. That actually is fun. I'm really looking forward that to that. That wasn't on the schedule. NFT talk for like two seconds. That's all. Recent. Pi- no, we're not doing recent pickups. I haven't we bought dis- anything. Yep. We discussed off air. That's not happening. Okay. Picks from phone and your favorite mailbag. A lot of good stuff. Uh, Big if- picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just one segment to the next. You just introducing the next. Then a rundown. It's, introduce the next. Run it down. Run it down again. I would say Mick. Mostly good reviews from you and Jason's show. I think people were okay with me. I think most people don't care if I ever come back, quite frankly. I think no, that is I would safe strongly, to say. strongly disagree with that. I think you carried I think you carried it well. I I will tell you, and I I did not know this would happen, but I don't know how you did it like anytime where I haven't been here because it's so weird talking to no one, like for the first few minutes. Like once uh, Jason came on. It was it was a lot different. But like when I had to fill those first like five to ten minutes or whatever it was, like it was I had I started getting like the whole deer in the headlights. Like oh man, I thought I was talking for five minutes. It's been twenty seconds. And I thought now you did pretty well though. You have a couple of verbal crutches. Somebody pointed this out to me. I was like, no. you know what? That's true, <laughs> but not in a terrible. Like you used to do the I'll say this or the like bottom line is. But I other than that, that, I actually thought you did pretty well. And, and again, I think it's easy for people to sit at home. Oh, you're just talking. If you come into a studio, which we're just at our home studios now, we will be in the new studio. Uh, by the way, I got the contract on that today. Signed, oh, sealed, delivered almost. Uh, we will be moving into the first of the year, probably a couple of days before that. But um, Oh, nice. It, it is not just as easy as sit in front of a microphone and talk. Anybody can do that. But to have no downtime, to have energy in your voice, to actually speak in a way that somebody would turn it on and listen. That is always my biggest test to any podcast. If I can turn on a podcast and after 20 seconds, I'm like, okay, I'm not bored out of my mind. I'm okay with it. But it is not that simple. So anyways, Do I don't want to commend any more. podcast people are gone. going to tune in? At this in point, and- no one's heard. <laughs> no, no one's here, here anymore. Okay. Uh, real quick, we're going to start with cards. The market crash talk. Things are slow. This not Every three to four months, this pops up. And it's like people are mystified that they can't sell and that cards mm-hmm. they bought two months ago haven't 10X'd. This is back to how it should be, in my opinion. Player performance has a lot to do, as much to do now, I think, for the most part, with hype, as opposed to back in February of this year, hype was everything, and that was it. You know, 
no matter what a guy did, healthy, not healthy, doesn't matter. A story comes out, an influencer talks about him, he 10Xs. We're getting back to the point now where there is steady growth in certain areas. There are declines in a lot of areas. And the overall market is definitely slow now. So people in the last year, and this has been a lot in the Facebook group, Instagram, Twitter, I keep reading. I can't sell cards. Tough to do this. Let me just say this to everybody who is listening. If you have been in the hobby less than a year and you've not lived through the hobby during the holiday season, not mm-hmm. my holiday season. I'm not a sure. holiday guy. However, the majority of people probably celebrate these things. Fine. This is how it is every year. Break rooms get quite a bit slower. Really? Sales on eBay. People are just I thought busy. it would have increased. Like, if no, I'm that's a, and in, that is a myth. There is a short okay. window, I feel like, where two weeks before Christmas, whatever people celebrate, there's like a there's an uptick. They want to get uh, this is the time when actually gift certificates in the break room would really pick up because somebody's oh. wife or like an older kid of theirs. Hey, my, I know my dad breaks. I want a gift certificate or I want to buy a specific card. But in general, this is a selfish hobby, right? Like Hannah has, I don't think Hannah's ever bought me a card for a, a gift for any occasion. I wouldn't expect her to. Most wives are not going out and buying gifts. So this thought that everybody's buying gifts and cards are the thing to go, that has never been the case really. Now, I, I know there's some people, oh, I get that every year. Some do. I'm just telling you, from Thanksgiving to probably a week after, a week into the new year, it's mm-hmm. just a little bit slower. Releases slow down to a degree, and sales slow down because guys are just busy with other crap and they're spending money elsewhere. Oh yeah, I bet you that is a big chunk of it. Is like definitely because how many people go into debt around like the holiday season because they have to buy everybody like their mailman a gift and then they don't have any money for cards and things like that. Uh, that's actually a really good point. I never thought about that, but you know what? It does make me think of. It makes me think of two things actually. One. That a lot of if there's going to be spending in this hobby right now, it may not be on cards specifically, but maybe like the card paraphernalia, like display, like things that uh, a wife could go out and buy and know like, oh, my husband could use this or my friend could use this. And it's a display of some sort. Exactly. Uh, like like the cabinet not, behind me, like somebody buying like a cabinet or a new sure. shelf. For, but I could see. Hey, that. whoa, whoa. There's that mason jar, bro. You said you couldn't find the mason jar. It's behind. It's on the shelf. I see it now. Mason jars here, homie. Okay, but that's one thing. The other thing that I, you know, call me, call me. Uh, oh, is this a the star-eyed optimistic? Yep, I'm a very positive idea. man. You led with no, a good idea, though. This I like is that. not a bad idea. This is this is a reality. Is what this is. The celebrity card market is at its infancy. Infancy, but it will be taking off. I know this because you just get that case of Leaf Pop Century. I did get Leaf Pop Central case in, so this is a pump and dump. Okay. No, I, I actually, I, I'm still on the fence if I'm even going to open that. But you're going to open. Um, it. I got you a deal on that case. You open it. But I've got people reaching out to me asking me about cards that they want to get for spouses. Like I just got my mom for part of her anniversary gift was that um, oh the designing woman Delta Burke card oh, that, that was I for just her? got. Yeah, I got that one for her. And I got uh, Scott, my stepdad, uh, a Garth Brooks card. Uncle Roy. Uh, Russ, your your bro just reached out to me this morning about a bit. Oh, wait, I hope his wife, his wife doesn't listen to the show, right? If it's a surprise, don't say anything because it's kidding. Okay, well, about a card for his wife, though. Oh, um, right. but it's a celebrity card. And so it's just like, I, I know that I keep seeing more of it online, but it's. I just started to think maybe it's just me, but I do think that is going to be an area where you see more and more growth and 
that would be something I feel like during this holiday season. I could see that. If people are buying things, that's something you don't have to guess. Like, I don't know if this player's good or not, but I know for a fact that Orlando Bloom is my favorite pirate of the Caribbean, and I'm getting that for my spouse. So that's That's my theory. That's a fair point. Another thing I think comes into play, so many guys now, the post starts with, oh, holidays are around the corner. I need to free us some cash, and they're trying to sell. The amount of things for sale right now, I also feel like is way higher than normal. My overall point is, this is how it is every every year for the past five to six years that I've been really full-time in the game. This is how it is, end of November to the beginning of January. Wax prices fall, singles prices fall. I would just say, if you don't need to be selling right now, honestly, take a little bit of time off from selling. If you're on the other side, if you have free cash, now's not a bad time to buy. We're starting to get close to the well, probably like third third way through. We're not to the halfway point of the NBA season, but you're seeing serious declines there and guys just slumping, not doing a whole lot. Awesome. Then if you're optimistic, go in and buy. Same with football, where, what, 12, 11 to 12 games, depending on bye weeks, into the season, there's five weeks left. You can pretty much guarantee the majority of teams that are going to be in the playoffs right now. Again, pricing hasn't spiked and gone crazy yet for a lot of those guys because of the time period, more so than the market. I think now is more of a time to either chill out and not look and not be worried about trying to sell or pinpoint some areas where you think you can buy where there is upside and do, make that move as well. It sounds like if anything, now is a time for deals to be had. It, I think so. Every it year. It kind of makes yep, every sense. Year. Because like when I was on over the last few days, like, you know, obviously the majority of people in America were probably celebrating Thanksgiving. And then like it was just like a, a down time because people were off social media. It. I was just thinking, man, this is I don't feel like there's as many people in the card market at this very moment as far as like actually actively doing buying, selling, trading, whatever the case may be. And I feel like you have a similar mentality of, oh, I've got this party to go to. I've got these family to go see from this point to the end of the year. So it makes sense why that would continue from this point on until That's it. market is not January. People okay. need to breathe. That's relax. Good. This is my first End of the year in the card world. Yeah. So just relax would be my thing. Um, I do want to talk a little NFL, NBA, just a couple notes. NFL, mm-hmm. uh, Mac Jones stuff. You have some sales. Can we on Mac talk Jones. about Mac Jones stuff? We I, watched the, we watched the whole game to yesterday make. together. Yes. Dude tore up your Titans. I don't. Uh, and um, it was really offensive to see you rooting for the Patriots. That was just because I, I you've told me specifically you are a Brady, not a Patriots fan. And yet you did all you could to shove it in my face as they were losing. Well, so. Brady fan first, Patriots fan second, Titans third. I do root for the Titans if they're not playing one of the aforementioned. Um, uh-huh. Mac okay. Jones looks good. Hurtful. Say what you want about the team. It's the system. He's got the greatest coach of all time. All true. Nobody does it without any sort of a system, except for Brady some of those years when they had nothing. The kid looks great. Had another great game yesterday. I'm curious what his season stats are. If you want to pull that up when you have a minute, I, I should have prepped you on that. Card sale-wise... There's still some crazy numbers. The most out of whack card in the entire market right now to me, the 2021 Don Russ base PSA 10 Mac Jones. It cannot be right. Like you are in for a crash if you don't get out now, right? I I just, this is not a pump and dump. I don't own any. I've never owned any of that card, actually. I'm not saying Mac Jones stuff in general. You sell it now. I don't think you need to. I think they're clearly going to the playoffs. What? But You're saying don't sell now? If you've held to this point, that I said aside from that card. That oh, card is oh. sell it before you hear the show. 
Oh, all okay. of his other stuff, autographs, numbered stuff. I think you're going to keep seeing improvements because I think they're going to the playoffs uh, easily. Maybe they go on as a number one seed. I, I don't know. Um, but that card in particular needs to be sold immediately. There's just crazy stuff. The pop counts do not matter mm -hmm. at all. Stuff nope. is going to start coming back from PSA. You got to remember, a lot of people weren't subbing these at the time. I just, this card is insane. What, do you, what are the I sales? I mean, to make the this point, yes, to make this point, this the PSA 10 version of the 2021 Donruss Mac Jones card. Verified sales now on card ladder, by the verified way. Verified sales. These are not just buy it now as it got relisted. Nope. These are going for over three grand. Last one sold as of as of the time of recording. This shows one uh, sold last night for three thousand fifty dollars, and that would be the second that was at three thousand, but multiples at twenty eight hundred, and then like I don't know, even more than that, over two thousand. What's so, the pop on that card? So there's thirty four PSA tens, but the, it's just the, going back hang, and forth. It's hang just, on, the, the thought that this is some sort of a rarity. Patrick Mahomes cards, that exact card, PSA 10 Don Ross are under a thousand bucks right now, probably well under a thousand right now. Why in the world would anybody buy? There's way more Don Ross Dude, being produced now. The SGC uh, 10 of this card, do you know what it's going for? I would hope it's in the 22 or higher range. $383 sold yesterday. Oh, really? See, that's stupid. That's why you that's why you know it makes no sense because. Even if you don't believe in SGC, you could crack it. Like, why would anyone do that? It makes I, I I'm my mind's being blown about it. But that's the only trouble that's what's I crazy. I, I just I, I would be very curious to like the people buying these. And again, they're vetted sales. So I know they're not. Just, but are people doing this because they know they have a bunch of PSA 10s coming back and they're going to sell? I don't know. Is this like some sort of a weird big pump and dump on that particular card? Yeah. If you buy that card for more than 500 bucks, I think you're out of your head. I mean, I think he's I going just, to be good. I honestly, uh, no at this point, I think he's going to be good. But, but that yeah. card makes no And the oh, pop's 34. Talk to me in six months when the pop is 1,800. Like, I just, what are we doing? Anyways, yeah. however, on field, having said that. I do have his stats. I don't mind buying the rest of his stuff right now. Even though the rest of his stuff is high, if you look at his autos, patch autos, low-numbered stuff, there's been decent movement. It has not been the spike like that one stupid card. So I think it shows you that there is room for there's room for price improvement on the other stuff because he's playing great and the team's awesome right now. What are his numbers for the year? Uh, so for the year, he is at... This, hang on, hang two, on. Does this include yesterday? Uh, yes, it does. All right, so let me just take a crack at this because right, I saw some of the league leaders and stats. Okay. I'm going to guess like 2,500 yards. Uh, 2,850. Okay, pretty good. So he's probably in the upper... I would guess that's probably top 10. I don't know mm -hmm. if you have the list or no. Uh, just I don't. It's okay. Touchdown to interceptions. I'm going to guess somewhere in like the 20 to 8 ratio. Uh, touchdowns to interceptions. Uh, he is 16 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. You did have that right. Okay. It's a little lower than I, I thought on touchdowns, but fine. What Does that have a completion percentage? Uh, completion percentage, 70.3. Which is very good. Okay. He's playing well, but this thing, he's not a game manager. If you watch the kid play, that's not the issue. I mean, he, he makes some serious throws. You know, Kendrick Bourne is coming along. The tight ends are playing good. Jonu Smith, Hunter Henry. The running game is, is I mean, really good with Stevenson. Uh, and the defense is playing great. And again, it's the AFC. I don't know. I'm not saying they're going to the Super Bowl, but I don't yeah. know who's going to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. And I don't think anybody has any logical guess either. 
Mahomes could very easily get hot like he's been and go nuts and they just run through it. I think the Bills are still very good. The Bengals have been awesome at times. I feel Herbert like you're not Schoen, saying Titans on purpose. The, tit- the Titans are going to get healthy by the end of the year, too. That's a scary team if they're healthy. They're the most obliterated lineup right now because of injuries. I know they have so many in- injuries and it's ridiculous, but and I, I'm, a, I'm not a fair weather Titans fan. I've always rooted for them no matter what, even when I'm not as into the game. But they always seem to do this. Like they do well. And then I don't want to say they choke, but they're choking. I, I feel like they're choking. Well, that's maybe fair, I though. can. Because they made maybe the can, championship game two years ago. Yeah, but I just it, I this is coming from sports boy who knows about sports, Mike. Obviously, yep. I don't want to a little that. too invested. That's fair. I would know better. Thank you. OK, so Mac Jones, though, I'm going to go one other AFC East quarterback. I am. By, uh, first of all, this isn't a victory lap because the amount of time I've had to hold and I'm very late <laughs> and I still don't see the crazy upside. Mm-hmm. Two has got the Dolphins back to five and seven. Hello. Do they make the playoffs? I don't know. I don't think it's even a 50-50 chance. Less than that. But two is playing very well. I am never, and I don't think now, I never have thought he's going to be a top 10 guy, but I think he's going to give you streaks where that team is going to win games. If you have held, and I've held all my two stuff with this thought, like, hey, eventually he'll get healthy. Eventually. You know, I still think that's a guy right now. (laughs) People hate hearing this. I don't think Tua is the worst buy right now. I think in general, his stuff's still fairly low. Um, What You have Tua pricing? Yeah, I do. I've got a um I've got his mosaic, his 2020 mosaic and his prism. Um the they're both PSA 10s. They both had a spike yesterday and I guess, you know, you got to say it's after their win. Um the PSA 10 prism, which has about a 1000 pop count, it jumped 100. It's at 100. Okay. But I mean, it's it's a pretty significant drop. It's uh, like a what 35-40% jump because it was at 75 before that. So that one jumped um, and the mosaic did the same thing. So it's the mosaics at $47, but it was selling at 27. So yeah, I just think PSA 10s. I love mosaics anyways. I'm not crazy about the base, but you can get mosaic silvers, the mosaic refractors. You can get a whole bunch of the different colors as well. You know, reactive orange, the greens, the blues, all that stuff under a hundred bucks still. I think two is a good buy. I still do. I, I just, I think they're going to be competitive enough where at the end of the year, there is at least speculation that they're going to make the playoffs. So, what do you think about that camo pink one? I see that one on here and I've yep. seen that one around. That's cheap too. What's it? 50 bucks? Yeah, 60 it's only bucks? 56 bucks for the I like that time. too. Again, yeah. cheap, lo- way lower pop because there but is again, some short print to it. That one jumped the same Spiked way. Spiked yesterday. I, yeah, 37 to 56. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I like two as well. I don't want to break down the rest of the quarterback. I mean, Brady stuff obviously still where it's at. Not a lot of like to Brady's me. It's actually gone up a little bit recently, a little bit more. Yeah, I wonder if some of that is the if there's a little bit of that bump because of the documentary. I, I I wonder. I don't know. You think? Because I've heard no one talking about it, including yourself. I didn't watch any of it, and I won't. I think he's the most boring off-field guy of all. I told you this. What's he going to say that's like of interest? <laughs> just because his celebrity talks, is it interesting? No, I, he's great. I just don't. I don't think he's ever going to say anything that's interesting. But that's fine. I don't need him to. Greatest quarterback ever. Um. So I, and yesterday too, in general, there weren't a lot of performances where I was like, "This is unbelievable." I think you are seeing though. The one exception to that, Lamar Jackson throws four interceptions and looks horrible against a Browns defense that is not that good. Mm-hmm. I, that is why we get a lot of questions about Lamar. How is he still being disrespected? All, people still think he's a, a running back playing quarterback, but look what he's done. That's true. And they won the game to his credit, and they're now the number one seed in the, e, in the AFC. But look at how horrible he looked yesterday. That is the issue to me with Lamar Jackson. 
He's so inconsistent. His high is unbelievably high. His ceiling is crazy, but his floor is throwing interceptions to, you know, Jesse's cousin who plays for the Browns. I don't know. <laughs> What's his name? I have a cousin that plays for the Browns? You know your family. What's wrong with you? I don't so know. So that's where I'm at with, with Lamar. Uh, and Kyler, the same thing, too. They had their bye this week. But guys, you know, Kyler and Lamar, I, I look at Kyler. I'm not overly impressed either. I think he's good. But there's a reason his stuff didn't take off. I don't think he's done a whole lot lately. So he's missed games lately. His stats this season are not great, which with that offense, I thought they would be much better. But the team's winning. So, you know, Rodgers played again, put up huge stats. Um, One guy who has kind of caught my attention, though, which I do want to highlight for just a minute because he is not a quarterback. Justin Jefferson is unbelievable. That receiver from Minnesota. Minnesota, I think, is now five and seven. Like, they're not probably not going anywhere. If you're looking for like a young guy, hey, I want to get in cheap for a non-QB. I'm not sure there's a better buy than Justin Jefferson. I just, he is unbelievable. His pricing is solid, but there's a ton of stuff. Gems from last year's product, his rookie year, you can get for under a hundred bucks. Nice stuff for a couple hundred dollars. His market compared to quarterbacks just makes no sense. So I like Jefferson. Uh, The only other guy I want to touch on, Cam Newton was, I mean, brutally Good. terrible yesterday. <laughs> uh, yes, Cam Newton was right. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who they played. Um, oh, I, I'm checking the scores. Too. Who, um, did the, who did the Panthers, Panthers play? played? Uh, yesterday they played Dolphins. Oh, that's right. That's who Tua beat. Yeah. Yeah. Cam was like five for 20, a pick or two. Uh, you know, had a, one touchdown early. You know, that's again... How does I that was, work? Can they get rid of him already? Like he, they didn't like sign you, a long term. You can cut contract. somebody, but you have to pay. You know, the difference too is I don't think there's a reason to get rid of him. I don't know what they're going to do the rest of the year, anyways. So, um, okay, yeah, Cam just need to crack their in the <laughs> microphone. That was good. I moved it aside. All right, NBA. I only want to hit on two guys quick, and then we're done. Three guys actually. Number one, Jason Tatum. Take a look at his pricing. The Celtics are actually above five hundred. Finally, Tatum's playing really, really well for the most part. He had a terrible game the other day. His pricing is so cheap right now. It it's it's part of it makes sense because the market's down, a bit of a lull, and we're kind of in that like I said that third way through the season. Not a ton of buzz. Tatum stuff. I think there's plenty of room for growth. I was looking at his select silver rookie PSA tens. They're like six hundred dollars. That is my next target to buy. I think that card could easily jump over a grand when they start getting recognized. He starts playing better again. Uh, so I'm, I'm a high on Tatum right now. I think he's a very good buy. I've got four or five relatively cheap rookies. That's it. But I am going to start buying Tatum over the next week or two, especially as people start trying to panic sell uh, with the holidays. Um, the other two guys now, Ja and Zion. Um, what's the deal with Zion? The He had the card that came out, right? Like that everyone's been waiting on. Oh, so two notes. So first of all, he was cleared for. Uh, I was hoping, pull up this story. I'll talk about the card for a minute. The Zion news is like he's cleared for full participation in practice, maybe? Yes. If you could find that, I would be happy. His one-of-one National Treasures Logo Man patch auto from 2019 NT was pulled in China by a Clear breaker the other day. for full basketball activities. Okay. That Logo Man, I, I heard from two sources that the guy was already offered 800000 and a million dollars. Did not sell. It's what? the one-of-one. It's the Logo Man. Insane I'm, card, ridiculous. Well, is that comparable though? Like, like say the year before. Yeah, Lucas sold for four. I think Lucas might have been the flawless, but his his logo man one of one and uh, one of one RPA or whatever kind it was is yeah. the card that sold earlier this year for over four million. That was okay. So that was a, 
I guess that's similar price. I think Giannis. Man, I don't know if Giannis' logo man is sold. Yeah, I mean, uh, sky's the limit. I mean, and and honestly, if you if you have a Zion card, I think you hold. But there's been some movement, so he's cleared for full act, full back, full basketball activity. Um, I'm I'm showing. I pulled up a uh, couple Zion cards. His prism and his optic, just to get a baseline of what his stuff's been doing. I mean, it's down more. Like it's not. From this news, you would think like maybe there had been a little bit of a pop in sales, but uh, yesterday his optic hit almost like a new all-time low since for the last six months. Um, it's at like eighty-four dollars PSA ten two thousand nineteen optic. So uh, I don't What's know. What's the prism doing now? Like two seventy? Uh, yeah, two sixty-nine. Did you know that? How do you know these? So I, well, well? There, there's a lot of them for sale on Facebook. But yeah, it's just about at its lowest. The reason this is funny is I saw, and I wish I knew so I could call them out publicly. Saw on Instagram a couple guys posting charts. Well, this Zion card just sold for X, and it would be like a low-numbered card that hadn't sold in a while. 46% you know, 80% growth. This is one of the most, this is one of the hardest-pushed fantasy ideas right now in the hobby that Zion stuff has taken off. It has not. The groups and the rooms that I'm in on Facebook and Instagram, it's not like Zion stuff is flying off the shelves because he's clear of a basketball activity. I think this is another good example of influencers grab a certain group. I don't want to call them influencers. I think there's like 12 people who actually listen to these idiots' advice. Like, like, this is another great example, though. It, you know what it's a lot like? It's a lot like these stats. LeBron James has the most rebounds of anybody who wore a headband in his <laughs> 30s in a West Coast game of all time. And the point of the post is so he's better wow. than Michael for that reason. Yeah. These nonsense. posts lately, here's this random Zion low pop card that hasn't sold in forever, just sold for 40% more two days after he gets announced clear for basketball activity. It is, it's just a useless narrative to be pushing. His stuff has not jumped in general. I'm sure they're clear. When you say low pop, you're not talking about like 500. Cause I mean, most of this, the no, cards I'm talking that we've been about looking at like, have like 10,000. No, no, no. 5, I'm talking 000. about like, there's some cards, like some numbered prism stuff. Some well, super I just want to be clear on that because there is a reason why they're the other, the really huge pop counts might not go like 20,000 pop count for the prism might not go up as much because People are purposely avoiding that card because they think there's not as much value in prison base, which sure. makes sense. But it's but what you're the majority talking about of his not, mosaic. Almost none yeah. of the other stuff has jumped. Again, individual card sales has been a couple individual sales too. I don't know if they've been vetted or not. I just think this is a narrative that's being pushed the last 48 hours. It's laughable. I don't think anybody with a brain in their head is buying Zion right now for inflated prices on the thought that he's cleared for activity. If he comes on the floor tomorrow, steps on the floor and puts up 30, or, or more realistically, if he steps on the floor in a few days from now and puts up 12 points in 10 minutes, and it's like that flash, like when he first came in, okay, now it's like I've seen it a little bit. I think it's still preemptive, but fine. But this this, this other stuff is just, to me, the most laughable thing going. So um, his running mate from that 2019 draft class, though, Jama Rant, uh, knee injury, looks like it's not structural. The quotes that I've seen as of today were like, he's going to miss a few weeks, though. Which is a Can shame. You go ahead and for all the new listeners, because there's probably a lot of people who told their family members, you know, over the last week, like, hey, you need to listen to the sports card podcast. So we have new people listening today. We should let them know you are heavily invested in John Morant. Not anymore. I have almost none left. Wait, you got rid of? I thought you still had like a good chunk of them. Almost none. I probably have five Whoa. PSA 10. Really? Yeah. There was some good movement the first few weeks of the season. I was like, I'm good. I'm cut my losses. I bought a ton of base like an idiot. I'm out. Mostly okay. out. I overall, I probably took a bit of a loss with him though, but 
okay. not like not like the loss I'm going to take with Kevin Durant when I move all those PSA nine never uh, tops white rookies, but that's fine. Um, yeah, with John Moranto, I, I I certainly wouldn't sell him right now. His prices are going to drop some. What's interesting to me, I think the play with Ja is where is the team if he misses three weeks. Are they are they ten games below five hundred and they don't have a shot to make the playoffs? I mean, if you look at them right now, I actually have the standings pulled up here. Give me one second. This is good radio. Do you, you think when in. we go to see him in person in a month, that January eleventh versus the Golden do, State Warriors? Do you think that Vernon will introduce us to him? Do you <laughs> do you think I'm he'll gonna, Vernon? Obviously, probably not. You're talking about Chris CV? Vernon, of course. I'm gonna CV? I'm gonna go on a, I'm, I'm gonna go on a limb and say no. Here's, here's the issue I have. Here's my worry. They're 10 and 10 right now. So again, we're a quarter way through the season. If he misses the next, let's say he, I don't know, let's say arguments like 15 games. If they go five and 10, you know, I, I just wonder how far out of this are they when we start to get close to, if he misses 15 to 20 games or around the halfway point in the season, are they 10 games out and they just don't have a shot? That's the only time I get fearful. If they can kind of maintain 500, which I don't know if they can or not. Then, as you start hearing reports, hey, he's getting close to coming back. That's when it gets interesting. Like, dude's prices are going to drop some if they're still going to be relevant at the end of the year. We saw what he did last year with the play-in round. He went nuts. There was a nice spike in price there. And just in general, I think Ja would be a good buy in a few weeks. If you're going short-term, though, I think it really depends on record and relevance in the in the playoff scheme. But if you're going for just long-term Ja, I don't think you can go wrong. He's a great kid off the court. I mean, he showed us what he can do on the court when he's healthy, and and he's not been injury prone in general. So, well, I think to your I, point, I like earlier earlier in the show, you made the point of it seems like pricing is having a lot more to do with player performance. And when he was performing well back, like end of October, his prices did spike. Like they were up for and they were up for a few weeks, but now that that's kind of fallen off, so his prices. I mean, so it seems like at this point he needs to really put up some numbers when if we have back. any hope. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the team needs to say at least in the discussion for the play-in round, which okay. I think they will. I don't think he's going to miss that much time. So, good. All right, I don't we know did big picture. That was a big. That was big. I guess it was it. Guys, it was a picture. We did do something though, and no one can argue <laughs> Guys, with us. Guys, we talked for twenty-five minutes. <laughs> um, I'm excited. Wait, well, before we do the thing, you wanted to do release calendar. You got, you got a release calendar pick. Where's that? I don't see that. No, no, no pick. I got the the graphic next to it. Though. You have pricing for those two products? I absolutely don't, but hold on for me one second. Go ahead and talk so, about it, though. You know, while you're doing that, why don't we just have a 45-second moment of silence <laughs> for Jesse's research? I think that would be the best. I didn't know I was supposed to get it. You know what really draws the audience in? Yeah, silence. What? People love silence. It is one we, of the most underrated things in the world. Really? Wow. Yeah. I'm learning something today. All right, two um, releases. <laughs> <laughs> two, two releases on Wednesday of this week. Uh, December 1st, that would be. So you've got 20... Tw- Let me address this quick as well. The majority of product you see coming out that is pro-uniform is still 2020, not 2021. Meaning it's still LaMelo, Anthony Edwards. There's been a lot of complaints. Why is last year's stuff still coming out when this year... Not to mention, like, Flawless hasn't come out yet for last year. You know, Panini has come out openly and said manufacturing has slowed way down. Getting material, getting supplies to the manufacturers, to the packers, has slowed way down. So that's why you're seeing these be pushed off. Now, you all, Flawless has always been the next season. 
So 2020 rookies, that product would come out in 2021 season. This year, a lot of the stuff is pushed back even further than normal. So we're going to see that on Wednesday. 2020, again, LaMelo, Anthony Edwards rookie, is optic contenders. Um, two months ago, I would have been like, you know what? I don't like any format of this. I don't like personals. I don't like the idea of holding it. I don't like breaking it. Anthony Edwards is playing out of his mind, and LaMelo has his team, I think like the fifth or sixth, again, I know it's early, they're 13-9. and nine. Minnesota is 10-10. and 10. Minnesota's playing much better, winning more games than I thought they would, which they should be, by the way. You have him and Carl Anthony Towns and D'Lo. I don't know how they're not winning more, quite frankly, but fine. And Charlotte's playing really well, 13-9. and nine. What are those boxes doing? And give me like the um, breakdown. Hang on. It, the, I've got the case, the box didn't... Okay, here we go. So... Um, this is the 2020-2021 Penny Contenders basketball box. Nope. Optic nope. Contenders. That's what I... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading the wrong thing. It's uh, So, it's showing out of stock. Where's the pricing, though? It, it usually shows pricing here. It doesn't have it. It has releasing on December 1st, but no... No pricing. No pricing. Okay. That... There's only two more days. They don't have pricing up for us. Maybe they're sold out for the time being. Um, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and blame myself. If I had already looked it up, we would have. That's fine. That. Give me the. Box. I have pricing on the next one though. Well, give me the box. Give me the info first on this one. So you got uh, one box. Uh, I'm sorry, one pack per box. Six cards per pack. One auto. Four inserts or parallels. It's funny because football, I believe, was always two autos. One auto. I mean, Edward's stuff is crazy expensive right now, which I like. Um, LaMelo, obviously, like I said, playing really well. Yeah, so I, I like the upside there now because it's not just one guy, LaMelo, who we kind of thought was overhyped coming in, played well, but, you know. Now you've got LaMelo, Edwards, Wiseman's coming back. Actually, Wiseman and, and Clay are both going to the D-League. The Warriors will not lose games anyways, and now you have those two potentially on a path to return. Um, For everybody who doesn't know, because I, I do, D-League means, again, just like, Develop development developmental league like they're the triple playing. A. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's yeah that's what minor I league basketball. Uh, yeah. by the way, I did find pricing on Steel City here, so oh, 650 okay. a box, two inserts, two parallels, one autograph. Yeah, here's the issue again. This is too it's expensive. Is it high? Those cards are gonna the Colorados of those guys are gonna sell for unbelievable money. I wouldn't be ripping this stuff personally though. Again, this is one, if you want to get into a break, and be, I would only break this product if you're looking to get in. Um, if you if you have some more money and you want to just throw some cash around, one or two things. Get into random teams breaks, buy a bunch of spots, try to land a big team, or go PYT and just buy the Hornets or the Timberwolves and chase that way. The only downside to the PYT, in my opinion, is those teams are so expensive and you're only getting 12 hits a box. Or actually, I, I could be wrong. Let me look at that. I think these are 10 and 20 box cases. Yeah. These come in inner cases, they're called. So a master case is two inner cases of 10 boxes each. You'll see a lot of people break these as inner cases, which is a sealed case, only 10 boxes. Is there any different? There's no difference in cards or anything, right? No, no, no. It's just how they're packed up. So this is another one of those products. You just have to be careful. If you're looking to get into breaks, check pricing. Am I buying a master or an inner case? Just just look at the particulars. Sure. But there's going to be some monster, monster selling cards out of this. To me, though, I'm only breaking it. I, I just I don't think there's money at six fifty a box. You probably get a little cheaper. That's just that's too high for me to be sitting home ripping boxes to hit a nine dollar auto of somebody in hopes of hitting a five thousand dollar Lamelo. 
Gotcha. I just, okay. But yeah. I do like the upside. The reason I'm bringing this up at all is two months ago before the season started, I wouldn't have been in on this no matter the price, unless it was 300 bucks. I just, it was too expensive. What have we seen from the class? There's no depth. There's one guy. Well, now there's not one guy. Now you get Edwards. Uh, and, and not to mention, is Ronic will know this. Ronic, Tyrese Maxey, was he a rookie last year too? Or was he two years ago? I'm pretty sure he was last year, but I can check. Yeah, if that's the case, too, I mean, Maxi stuff is selling really well. He's playing awesome for Philly right now. Like I said, Wiseman has a decent market, and it's going to keep climbing because he's coming back, and that's the hottest team in basketball. I'm not out on 2020 basketball like I was a while ago. So I, I, I think there's some, some value in the product in general, but I would break it. Uh, the other one is 2021 XR, and he was, yeah, Ronick just messaged. He was a 2020. So you've got three big chases. Wiseman still sells well. I guarantee I'm forgetting one or two other names that are solid, so... I, I would break it for sure. The other one is 2021 XR football. I don't even remember seeing this before. XR. We don't talk. You know, it's funny. XR is a product we don't talk about a lot. It's toward the cheaper side. The one good thing about it is you get a bunch of inserts, numbered stuff. So from a value. It's like pers- two autos per box. What's it cost a box, by the way? 400. I, I would think this is one you could get at a local car shop or somewhere else cheaper. Like there's sometimes I'm like, man, online retailers are going to have it the best price. The only one. I bet you can get this for quite a bit cheaper because allocation price is like half that, if if even that. Does Blowout get their own allocation? I don't know. I'm not sure how they do it. I know they buy from everybody under the sun and they get tons of products somehow, but I don't know exactly how. Um, XR is, again, this is a product, if you ask, you know, the elite guys in the hobby or snobs, they don't buy it at all. They don't touch XR. XR does okay. They actually, it sells pretty well. And the fact that you get a bunch of other stuff in there, you're not just chasing the two autos. I like that part as well. Um, the numbered stuff, especially, I, I just think you've got enough quarterbacks here where you're going to see, you know, the first random insert number to 49 of Mac Jones is going to sell for $400. In years past, it would have been 75 bucks. They do have so, one of one autos in there too. I wonder if you, would, would they be a one of one auto of Mac Jones in there? Yeah, I would assume everybody probably has one one of one version whether it be one, like okay. a shield or a logo patch or something. Those are going to sell for stupid money. Majority of those will be sticker autos. Okay, so they're, you know, they don't sell as high as on card. I just my point is I think this is a product that gets overlooked a lot of times. I wouldn't spend I mean if you could get this for like 3 and a quarter, I don't think it's the most terrible box to break personally just because again, this is one of the few that's going to have a bunch of base and other things in it. So I don't. What? What? How many cards per pack per box? Like, what's the breakdown? Uh, of that? So two packs per box, seven cards per pack. So seventeen car, or fourteen cards per pack. Does it have like parallel insert, box. whatever, on average? Uh so two autos, one memorabilia, one insert, four parallels, and the one, uh, or in the one of one per case. There's a one of one card per case. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I just... Wait, do you think that that's a typo and it's one one of one per box? No, nah, there's no way. Okay, that, it's gotta all be, right. It's got to be per case. Uh, I, again, I think that this is an... Football this year has become like basketball. We have some teams that are unbelievably high and then a bunch of cheap teams. The one thing different is I think the majority of people in football who are actually buying and ripping football mm-hmm. are chasing PC. I think football PYTs are the best way to go always because a lot of guys don't care about hitting a Mac Jones. Like, they'd be happy if they hit it to make money. Sure. But in general, they want to get their, you know, random second-round draft pick for the Bears because they just like the Bears. I think football has the heaviest correlation of PC to guys ripping boxes. But, like, really? that's all I do. Like, when I'm when I'm buying 
into football breaks. I buy the Patriots if there's Brady stuff. And if there's not, I buy the Bucks. So I think it's a good product for that. And the fact that the, the boxes are not $800, like the majority of football this year, not a bad product to break. But I would just focus on PYTs with it. So I don't know how Eddie's going to do XR. He likes random teams a lot for this stuff. I prefer PYTs for football. So, And then Mac Jones at this point, I mean, you'll see the Patriots, at least if the breaker has a brain in his skull, which the majority don't. So that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, Do you think the Don Russ Mac Jones card will go down as uh, his rookie card? Like, I know because multiple people, oh, have, like people historically, have multiple. Yeah, like people no. have multiple rookie cards, technically. No, this no. is in, the in one. a year. In a year, we're like, remember when idiots were paying three thousand bucks yeah. for those? <laughs> Probably less than a year. So yeah. I like XR. That's the point. Totally okay. roasted. Ooh, we get to have a hey, you, game. Hey, you day. want to do your NFT thing, I, dude? I keep sucking down water and monsters before the show. I gotta pee. You want to do your game uh, thing, or you, you want to stop recording? I mean, uh, not the game. Your NFT thing. You want to do that? The NFT thing. You go. You go. TT. I'm gonna cover this. NFT thing real quick. This better be a fast TT. All right, he's gone. Uh, guys, <laughs> NFT thing is just a simple announcement uh, if you guys are into it, because I mean, honestly, it's hard not to be. I just I opened a, a, Mike and I were sitting on the sofa this weekend. I was like, you know, what? I'm I'm bored watching this YouTube video. I'm going to go on to the app. I bought a pack for 10 bucks. I had um, honestly now I can't even remember maybe a Wiseman or something in there. Uh, I sold it. I immediately just put it up uh, with a $5 starting bid and a $25 buy it now because I saw that he was in one of the challenges. Uh, someone bought it for 25 bucks like an hour later. So I made 15 bucks on it. I'm not going to say you're going to do that with every pack that you open because there's only three cards in there. But uh, if you if you're if you care at all, if you want to get in. Uh, they do have some releases. In fact, as of today, uh, hang on. Is that today? What's today? Today is the 28th. So or I'm sorry, today's the 29th. So yes, as of today, starting at 10 a.m. Central Time. So this is already out by the time you're listening. Uh, Panini has the prismatic insert packs, which I'm going to tell you, as far as someone who's now learning what inserts are and uh, Kaboom and, and Downtown and all these other things, I think these inserts, these prismatic ones, I think they look awesome. And maybe it's just me. Um, they also still have a few of the green packs. They've got some of the base packs, and I believe they have some of the blue wave packs in there, too. But there you go. Mike's back. How did it go, bud? You just living the dream? Just doing the show by yourself? Uh, it was so good. It was really, really, really good. Um, did you happen to see that email about the NFT thing, the prismatic cards? Because there will be physical cards uh, coming out. I, I did think not it was see awesome. Oh, man. The, I don't know. It's like that, the like a prism effect, you know, multiple colored like a rainbow color type thing on a side of it and then black and white on the other side. Do you get the NFT and cool. the physical? No, not in the, not in this, but uh, I mean, all of these cards that are NFTs, they will eventually be releasing in physical packs is my understanding. So you should be getting this uh, when they come out. It, it, so even if you're not into NFTs, you know, if you want to at least check out what these cards are going to look like, you can, there you go. Well, all right. Very excited. There you go. By the way, my NFT, my NFT note of the week, that Mac Jones that I quadrupled my money on and felt like a pro is now doing a thousand bucks plus. So I don't feel that great about it anymore. You could have 10x, bro. You I know influencers like us and everybody else are not allowed to talk about losses or things because everybody, <laughs> we never make wrong moves. All we do is 10x our money. That's it. I'm getting, I, I, I'll say that for another show, but I'm getting really sick of that, that 
line of thinking in this hobby. All people with a microphone talk about is their wins and how great they are, and how knowledgeable they are. You're tired of people Four. talking about that, or you're tired? Yeah, because I know of these guys the are case. liars. I've ta- I've gotten smashed on a bunch of buys the last six months, like everybody has. But somehow, everybody with a microphone to show of any kind has made a ton of. Hey, it's amazing. Every card I buy, still, even though the market crashed, <laughs> 10x. I don't know how I'm doing it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it is unbelievable because it's not true. Okay. Yeah. Let's play okay. a game. Let's cheer me up. Let's cheer you up. Let's cheer up the audience because the audience can play along in their heads. You know, not really. What is this? Is this a this is sports card trivia? This is just a fun thing, guys. I just wanted to have a little fun. And we're not going to spend a ton of time. But uh, we were hanging out yesterday and I was thinking, man, I, you know, Lord knows what trivia would be if I was answering these. But I wanted to quiz you a little bit just to test your knowledge. You you know, you're usually the go to guy. Any wrong answers cut. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, and thank you to Indy for putting this list of questions together. I mean, Indy is such a go-getter. Like, you you message him, hey, could you put together a little bit of this? And I'm going to tell you, he got the question, and he got us multiple choice answers I've been very with pleased it. with Indy's performance as of late on socials. He kicked over oh. some good notes. I didn't know about the game as much, but good, apparently good Everyone game give stuff. give Indy a pat on the back. Okay, move. Here we go. That's enough. Here we go. Question one. The blank slate case hit comes out of which Panini basketball product? And if you want more, oh, God, he's dear. I'm going to tell you right now. Basketball, okay. I'm going to be the blank slate. I'll give you multiple choice. Okay. Absolute. Don Russ. Court Kings. Contenders. Court Kings. All right. That's good. He got it, folks. He got it. Wow. I was, I was playing a little deer in the headlights there. I didn't understand what you said at first. And I was like, there's like, no. Okay. Okay. I'm going to get the All next right. three wrongs to bounce it up. Go ahead. Yeah, that's good. Which of these players have the highest PSA 10 prism rookie pop count? Trey Young. Zion. Ja Morant. Luka Doncic. Oh, Luka. Tyler Hero. Luka. That is incorrect. PSA 10 base or just prism in general? PSA 10 prism rookie pop count. This would be base. Yeah. Uh, You are close. Luca has about 800 less than Ja Morant, though. 18,890 for Ja, 18,072 for Luca. That's a half a win. Okay. Here's the thing, guys. We're having fun and we're learning. That's the best thing. If you keep telling me we're having fun, it's because we're really not. (laughs) We're trying to force it. I'm having fun. I mean, I don't know about anybody else. You're doing good. SGC 10. In SGC 10 of which of these cards sold for over $15,500? A Tom Brady Bowman Chrome rookie. Josh Allen contenders ticket stub auto. Oh, I hope not. Alex Ovechkin, future watch auto out of 99. You know what sport he plays? Hockey. Okay. Zion Williamson, rookie kaboom. I would say, I mean, the only one that makes sense to me in that range is Brady. It is. It is Brady, but Josh Allen did sell for 15,000, only $500 less. So that's a fun fact for you. I'd ask for a refund. (laughs) Which of these, which of these hobby boxes cost the least via blowout? All right. 2019, to, uh, I'm just going to start with the first year. 2019, Prism Basketball. 2020, Contenders Football. <laughs> yep. 2021, <laughs> Formula One Dynasty. Nope. 2021, Select Basketball. Oh, it's got to be Contenders, not even close. That's, a, yeah, that one, the not Select Basketball close. is kind of close at 900, but 
What's contenders football six? is six hundred. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Man. I'm surprised. To you actually that. are smart. It's not all show. That's cool. Well, uh, I have these questions. Is, I have the answers in front of me. You better not. Uh, I, I deleted this. Well, which of it. these is not considered a case hit? Kaboom, Galactic, Downtown, Black Velocity. I would hope Kaboom's because there's one per pack these years. I don't think Kaboom is a case hit. That would be incorrect. That would be incorrect. Black Velocity, Optic oh. Parallel. Not yeah, I know what it is. It's a 101. Not a case hit because you don't get one per case. I would no. argue Kaboom is not a case hit because you get like 50 a case now. Argue all and they're you in want. Retail. You got the answer wrong. That's a bull okay. okay, that's fine. Next. Uh, all-time record for Chris Paul card is which of the following? 124,000. 116,000. I have no idea. 97,000. 135. 116. 124. Overpriced. It was an 05 exquisite collection RPA BGS 9 uh, auto tin via Golden. All right. We have like five more, six more. Which of these Prism, <laughs> which of these Prism PSA 10 rookie cards sells for the least? Uh, 2019 Prism Drew Locke. 18 Prism Sam Darnold, 20 Gavin Lux top tops base, or 20 tops Louis Robert base. Which of these sells for the least? It's either Lux or Drew Locke, and they're both trash. Um, I'm gonna go Drew Locke. Drew Locke was the most at thirty-seven dollars. Lux though was the least at twelve dollars. What's Robert sell for? Twenty-eight. What? I'm just I saying. Buy this. I'm just saying. You better. You better step up your game, bro. What is the most graded sports card of all time? Zion Prism. Oh no, no. Ken Griffey upper deck, eighty nine upper deck. All right, you did step it up. I didn't even have to give you the multiple choice. Take Very well done. Forty two, almost forty three thousand. That's a lot. That's a lot of card. A lot of little. Um, actually, second place was also Ken Griffey for his ninety. Wait, wait, wait. <gasps> Is that wrong? You were wrong. I'm just realizing the upper deck was the second most. Oh, Tops really? traded PSA 9, King Griffey was 43,000. Wow. The upper deck PSA 8 was the mo- was the second most. Yikes. Dang it. I gave you credit and it wasn't due. I knew it was All Griffey, right. though. Half credit. Half credit. How much did a 2003-2004 LeBron rookie... Uh, I'm sorry. That was LeBron's rookie year. How much did a 2003 six box case of Topps Chrome basketball sell for? Here's a hint. It sold via Golden. I saw this a couple weeks ago. 170. It was stupid. Way too I'll much. Give money. You, I'm going to give you the options 295, 337, 423, or 355. This is unbelievable. I don't know. Yeah. If, well, maybe it's because there, maybe it came in a case of six boxes before. A six box case. Case? I don't know. They weren't 12 box cases then? Because individual boxes are like twenty grand right now, I think. Ah, uh, well, then that. Begs so it must a be. It must questions. be an actual. Well, it must be an actual case, which you know you're getting a case hit. You know what you're getting. Yeah. Uh, three hundred. Three thirty-seven. Yeah. Three hundred was not an option, but yeah, that was close enough. Three hundred. Um, That's insane. It's absolutely insane. Okay. Let's I also see. wonder how many cases are left of that though. Too. That's nuts. When was the last year Tops had basketball license? I'll give you the options if you need them. Oh. I mean, Please LeBron don't embarrass had, me. Be quiet. LeBron had. Oh, and so did KD in 07. 
who was 08 rookies? Westbrook. 2000. I'm going to tell you, you're right so far. It is 2000 something. Well, it's, I know it's at least 2009 at the earliest. I can't think of any big rookies after that. 2011. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Should have stuck with 2009, bro. 2009? Curry. Okay. Curry's rookie year. Last That was the last oh, one. Oh, so 2010. I'm sorry. I was going for the first year they didn't make it. So I was a year off. 2010 okay. is the first year without it. I figured yes. it was 2011. Okay. I was close. All right. One year off. All right. I'll give you that. All right. Last one. I knew one. Curry had I couldn't think of anything after. I was close. This is something more in my world. Welcome. Fantastic. Which one of these Leaf Pop Century cards oh. sold for the most money? A 2018 Donald Trump PSA 10, a 2011 Harrison Ford SP Auto, a 2011 Kim Kardashian Auto, one of five. It was a BGS 95. A 2014 Al Pacino, one of one auto. I would have bought the Pacino. I would think it would be Kim or Donald, but I don't have any idea. Beating out by $12, Donald Trump. Kim Kardashian. Kim okay. Kardashian sold for $9,000. Donald Trump sold for $89,000. I didn't mind that. It was a little too long. But I actually didn't mind. It was something different. All right. I thought bad. it was. I think it's. I, I just think, it, you know what? Guys listen to the show for yeah, facts about cards. Sure. It's a way to mix in facts and a little fun. I like this question, though. Uh, thank you, Indy. Good job, bud. And on such short notice. Appreciate it. All right. That being said, we got picks from phone and then mailback. Yeah, let's bang through these. We're running long here. Max Scherzer signed a three-year deal, $130 million with the Mets. People are all of a sudden excited about this. It's the Mets. I would say take a breath. <laughs> I don't... I, I think excited. Scherzer's great. He's not 25. I don't think this is going to affect his cards in the least. I don't think the... I mean, the Mets are still paying Bobby Bonilla, so let's not pretend like the Mets are making great moves. Um, yeah, ridiculous. We mentioned this already. Golden State assigned Clay Thompson and James Wiseman to the... I said D-League like a moron. It's G-League. Ronnie, do you know what that stands wow, for? Wow, you made me look I, like an idiot. I thought, it was the, I thought it was D as in dog, like the developmental league. What, what? is the G-League? I know what it is, but what does the G stand for? I think it's a sponsor. They're sponsored by Gatorade, so it's called the G-League. Oh, mm. okay. Is okay. it referred to as a developmental league? Or am I making that It up? is the developmental league, but I, it's called the G-League. Okay. Called the G League. I got you. It would make more sense if it was called the D League because that's a number, but that's fine. Um, they're both coming back. I, I think there's huge room for growth on both those guys. And quite frankly, I think Curry as well. We're starting to get to this uh, just an insane run. If he makes a deep playoff run and or won a championship again, I just don't know you're going to see a better time to get a Curry rookie card than, than right now. I just think we're going to continue to see this growth and him go nuts. Um, and, and getting those two guys back would be ridiculous. Uh, we already talked about the John Morant story. There's a picture of me in a tuxedo for some reason. Uh, <laughs> Panini just released their release calendar now through the end of the year, even into next season. People have wondered, why are all these coming out at once? Really goes back to the supply chain. There is a ton of product. This is just Panini, too. A ton of product coming out. Um, Flawless Baseball, which I really like, is the 22nd. One-in-one -one Basketball comes out next week on the 8th. I love that one. Immaculate Basketball is the 22nd. Mosaic Basketball is this Friday. I mean, a ridiculous amount of stuff. Football has one, two. I think football has 10 releases in the month of December. Well, I guess that, they're I, thinking true. there's going to be a January. spike in buying. because I mean, it sounds like if they're going to have that many releases, 
they must be expecting guys to buy. Let's say right now an underrated product that I'm actually I actually bought two cases of this ahead of time to rip is 2021 National Treasures Racing. It's all NASCAR. Stuff sells pretty well. It actually does all right. I like that stuff. Oh, cool. A um, bunch of pictures of my elbow, a bunch of pictures of my <laughs> dogs who have just started barking. Yep. You I got that's the, it. the Wanda Franco one. I don't have a picture of that. You had this for Indy Notes, right? Yeah. Um, he signed a monster deal. 11-year deal with Tampa. How many? How, what do you get paid for that? Uh, I don't to, know. Do, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, Wanda Franco... It, Feinstein said this before he got called up. It's like the the most can't-miss prospect of all time, it sounds like, for people. Um, locking him up long-term is great in general. The fact that he's locked up long-term in Tampa, not so great for his card. I don't Ooh, think it's going to hinder his card. $182 million. Oh, it's nothing. Under $20 million a year for that guy. It's probably million. too much right now, but they're paying him ahead of time to get a bit of a deal. I think it's a great move by the Rays. It's nice to see the Rays actually spend some money, too. They have a ton of talent that comes up, and they always lose it because they don't have the the uh, money to pay for it. So good for uh, that. Actually, this is two, uh, $182 million over 11 years and potentially $223 million over 12 years. So whatever that means. But okay. There was a little bit of a bump in his pricing this weekend because of that. In particular, there's Bowman Chrome 2019 PSA 10 bumped like 10 to 12% across the board, it looked like. So good news there. Um, I think you got to keep, and we need to do some talking as well about the MLB winter ball when that starts picking up more, uh, just to highlight some prospects there. But yeah, Wander's not going anywhere. So I guess good news, kind of, maybe. <laughs> so If you care about baseball, which who does? Boring. Oh, tickets for the National next year, the National Sports Card Convention, which is in Atlantic City, just went on sale. I'm just going to go ahead and get us a couple of VIP tickets, just to at least get in the door. Um, I, I'm not positive either. I got to talk to Adam. I don't know if we have guaranteed booth space or not. So if you have space, you would like to sell me and Jesse. I can guarantee you like last year, we're going to bring a ton of traffic to your table. Um, so I, we would, would, I thought Adam said something about like he did have space. Maybe I thought, I'm he, I thought he did too. I need, I need to confirm with Adam. So it's um, weird he, that we don't like they didn't save a table for us. I mean, that's fair. Whatever. I mean, yes, I, I have a conspiracy theory that someone at the National does not like us. I don't know. If that's true or not, that's a theory. That's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, we also didn't do the greatest live podcast from the show last year. This year we had a bigger better. crowd than anybody else. Well, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, cool. Let's All go right. mailbag and be done. Mailbag. All right, guys. We're taken from all the corners of the social media world. Oh, we got Discord, Instagram, and your FB questions. Let's start with a little Discord. Man with blue tick wants to know how much of the junk wax moniker falls on the players themselves. Aside from Griffey and Bonds, who have both had flawed careers, there aren't many impactful hobby rookies across all sports during that period. Are we supposed to get excited for Troy Aikman rookie cards? So his basic question is, is it because of the players themselves or just because they, you know, the hobby at the well, first time of all, of no, there was way more produced than needed to be. Second of all, too, Troy Aikman, like how many guys in this in, in the last 10 years drafted are going to be better all time than Troy Aikman? That's maybe a couple. I, I didn't want to say anything. I'm a Troy Aikman fan. Yeah, I you guess that's that. my thing. Like in general, it's not like there aren't impactful rookies every year. That's why the ones who are have a big market and, and have a legacy in the sport like Troy Aikman. Is it the most exciting card to pull? I guess not. But if you look at historically, it's not his fault. He was a great top, I don't know, probably top 15-ish type quarterback. But let's move on past Troy Aikman, though. You feel like there's more players, though, that still deserve like some attention. It shouldn't be. It's just like more overproduction 
that yeah, caused I, the jump. I think in barrier. 30 years, we're going to say the same thing about the 2000s. Like, hey, 2001 was great. There was Albert Pujols, but then there was a soft spot for the next four or five years. There was no standout, crazy, awesome rookie because there were not that many crazy but standout, awesome players. Were they awesome overproduction? Players. Were they no, overproducing that was the cards issue. at the time? Then? No, that was yeah. the issue then was overproduction. Yep. Okay. Uh, Instagram. I still, I don't know what I'm doing here. Hey, Bill. Donovan. Hey, Bill, I could use a co <laughs> If we're you getting picked up. Before, I was you your did favorite so one. Good. I said you were arguably the best co host of shows I've ever had. I would, I would make that argument. Oh, that feels really good. I don't know. Jason did pretty good. We well, just uh, bought a new, we just spent a ton of money on a new <laughs> studio space. So I hope you're doing good. Oh, my God. You're doing God. great. Thank you so much. I'm really excited for our new studio space. Donovan Barnes. From Instagram, when is the best time to sell nowadays? Before the big event, during the big event, after the big event? In general, I think it's before. I actually still think the hype before. We've seen this the last few years with the Super Bowl, with the championships, you know, with finals. Everybody said, oh, they're going to be, it's going to spike the week of or right Mm -hmm. after. I think a lot of it's the buildup too, especially with off-season awards, MVPs and crap like that. I'm not waiting until off-season to sell somebody. I think you sell before those. I think it goes along with a lot of investing in anything because the stock market has always had the phrase, buy the rumors, sell the news. There you go. I mean, it makes a lot of sense here, too. Um, All right. From the Facebook, Dennis Shea. Oh, uh, this is actually one for me. Full-time sports boy walked away from year-end checks. I did walk away from Dell, uh, as all of you know, today. Actually, Technically, I'm on vacation time, so it's technically work there through December 1st. But um, here's a fun fact. They don't have year-end checks. I did walk away from a week's worth of paid vacation at the end of the year. However, the, the show, you, the lovely fans, you deserve better than half of my attention. You deserve 100%, and that's what I'm here to give you. That's a reward, is what you said. <laughs> it's like a reward. You know, that's a TikTok thing. You'll get it one day. Sure. Colin O'Rourke wants to know. Good. <laughs> I should have take the all time, too. I want you to do that one day. Uh, I will. When do you guys think we'll see Don Russ Optic Football? Didn't see it mentioned in the Panini product Whoa. release list. I'm going to go April. I think it's going to come out very late. Optic, that chromium material is hard to get. I think it's going to be late. Yep. Interesting. Sad, okay. but I do. I think I hope I'm wrong. Because optic is awesome, especially in football. But I, I have a feeling it's going to be after the season's done. Okay. Um, this one's a little bit longer, but just bear with me. Your ADD is going to want me to stop reading, but I'm going to read the whole thing. Adam Agata. I have a question regarding MLB players who use steroids but had Hall of Fame numbers. Is it better long term in the terms of card value for them to, one, get the, Hall of, uh, the one-time Hall of Fame boost and then more or less be forgotten in the mix? Or two, never get the Hall of Fame, but to have their statuses publicly debated every few years. He says, I think about Shoeless Joe Jackson in much more is much more remembered because of his controversy than many of his equivalent peers. For example, George Sizzler, Napoleon LaJoy. I mean, that's a tough. <laughs> I would have gone with guys from the 80s, not the two, 1910s, uh, <laughs> like Barry Bonds is more relevant than Jim Tomey, who either is or is going to be a Hall of Fame. I think Tomey might have gotten in. Ronick, is Jim Tomey in the Hall of Fame? Ronick? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Nailed it. no one's going to argue that Barry Bonds is still more relevant than Tomey. Barry Bonds is also, in my opinion, the greatest player of all time, but 
seriously flawed, but steroids maybe never makes the list. Is there more buzz created this time of year? Which actually, I think that I'm pretty sure the recent, like the nominations for next year just came out. I thought something just happened with baseball. Uh, like it's Bonds and Clemens last year on the ballot and a couple names were announced. I could be wrong about that. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, ballots just got sent out. Okay, there we go. Yeah, so I mean, I, are they more remembered? Yes. Does that mean Bonds' market is stronger than Tomei? I mean, maybe, but at the same time, I would say, well, if Bonds got in though, if some of these players were just that great and they got in, it would help too. But yeah, it is interesting. Uh, Shoeless Joe is a good example. We talk about him because of the scandal more than anything on the field. So uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That's a good question. I, I, I would be... I'll tell you this much. I would want a, a Barry Bonds over anything else, any of the other guys you just mentioned, or a Shoeless Joe over any of those guys he mentioned, because I've actually heard of them. You've heard of Shoeless Joe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I've heard of Shoeless Joe, but I've never heard of George Sizzler. You ever heard of Pete Rose? Yeah, of course. Oh, really? Okay. I, w- I was actually curious. About- so Pete Rose is not in the Hall of Fame, but it's the greatest hitter of all time. He had, just was he a steroid it. guy or something? No, he was. He bet on baseball. Oh, yeah, but that's the thing. I but I know but you about know him. who he is, so yeah. he's relevant. Yeah, that's a, so. I, I guess it probably is more relevant then when there's controversy around them than not. So yeah, it's that's a good a question. Fun fact. That's a, yeah, interesting. Uh, Joe Dorienzo. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> I missed Joe. the name reading. I, yeah, this is good. General admission and VIP tickets for the National 2022 drop this morning. Yep. Uh, what are some of the things they typically put in the VIP gift package? I have and never. And is it worth the price? Let me tell you right now, I have never bought a ticket for the National. I've always been a, a dealer, a vendor, so you get vendor passes. I've actually never bought one. So we're going to have to this year. That's not true. Unless we get the media. Wanted, Wait a minute. Yeah, no, we get media, media passes. I'm not. So yeah, I've never bought one. I would say the nice, the biggest thing, aside from the packages and all stuff you get, at least going to the VIP level gets you access early and to all five days starting Wednesday. I think the VIP at least is the way to go. It's 169 bucks for five days. Not crazy expensive. I think, th- and then look at the other packages that are even more expensive. It might be worth it to you. When I was looking this morning, the VIP was what I was going to buy. I forgot about the media thing. So, yeah, we're not buying that. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's two different ones. There's like a super VIP and a VIP. Yeah. This- I don't know the difference. But, but in terms of what the difference is, I don't know. Re- you can read the difference. I don't know what it actually there's, is. Though. And it doesn't mention what the gift is. Yeah. So. Yeah. I know you have free tickets worth- to some of the autographs, some of the signers, but I don't really know. In general, I'm told, though, the autograph tickets you get, like the to go get an autograph, Pretty much pays for the pass. So, oh, uh, okay, that's good to know. Um, Chris Feliciello. Yep. With LeBron prices down, what card uh, slash graded card uh, would you suggest in the five hundred dollar range for a long term hold? Yeah, I don't have anything, Chris. Not specific. I'm not super up in the market. I, well, I that's mean, good because go, I, I am. I pulled oh. this up because I didn't think you'd have it. Yeah. Um, that being said, the LeBron, um, hang on, hang on, hang on, I'm pulling it up. The LeBron, oh, there it is, 2003 Tops card, 221. The PSA 10 of that card goes for $3,500. However, if you wanted to go with like a PSA uh, 9, you can get it for $752, and it's also at like that all-time low. PSA 8 goes for $411. What's the pop on the 8, do you know, or no? On the eight, it's three thousand. Oh, that's actually not insane. I was actually going to say 
There's two cards. There's the Flair Tradition, I think, in the Topps Matrix, that it's LeBron, Wade, Carmelo. Depending on the grade that fits into that $500 range, I would go with one of those two because I think it's a great... The 9.5 of the Flair Tradition is only like $1,500. I bought that card for three grand and thought I got a steal on it six months ago. <laughs> um, I, bet, like, I bet you can get a 9 or an 8 in the 500 range. I would think if the if the gem's only doing 15 to 18. I, lo- I, I think that triple card, though, is awesome because you have three surefire Hall of Famers kind of like, hey, this is the argument for this is the best class of all time. Uh, John Loriati, Mac Jones, talent or system? Both, but but it's both. He's not a system quarterback. He He's a smart guy. Like You can see his intelligence. And also, the system is not that great. They have two good tight ends. They have a couple decent receivers. Jacoby Myers... He's not throwing, you know, it's not like he's got Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne out there. So the kid can play and he throws the ball down the field pretty well too. And he's making less and less mistakes, which goes to his IQ. I think it's both. It helps that he's got Josh McDaniels there, but yeah, he's talented. Okay. Um, I'm kind of, I also just interrupt here. I gotta say, I'm loving all these new names. If I can't pronounce your name, it's probably because you haven't told me how to pronounce it, which means you haven't asked before. So well, you've just that been butchering it for months and they've never said anything. <laughs> Mike, way, it's good. It's enough. all good. That's a compliment. Though. Let's say on the Mac Jones tray one more uh, one more time here. Rick Leal. Mac Jones, will the prices of his current low end cards sustain value once the mid to high end optic prism come out? A lot of them will not. Don Russ being the prime example. I don't know off the top of my head, though, how high his pricing is on his other stuff right now on his absolute base rookies and other things like that. If it's still already relatively low, I don't think it, I think it probably holds. But if you see outliers, crazy spikes like that Don Russ, those are going to come crashing down. Oh, okay. Hard. Yep. H-A-R-D. Hard. Kyle Ellie Ellie is, it starts with an E. E-H. No. That's hard. Uh, is there a geographical bias to cards? Example, will a Chris Middleton card sell for more in Wisconsin than it does in, say, Texas? Obviously, big names like Giannis or Giannis won't see as drastic of a difference. Absolutely. Hometown guys of non-headline superstar type guys sell mm-hmm. for way more money. A Julian Edelman card is going to sell for more to Boston Card Show than anywhere else. Tom Brady's going to sell high across the board. He made a good example. Chris Middleton's going to sell high in, in Wisconsin. Giannis is going to sell high everywhere. Yeah, because guys are there. They're chasing. They want to see it. Go ahead. If you're, if you're going to a card show, do you purposely stick away? If you're in like that player's hometown, do you purposely avoid that card because you know it's going to be overpriced and try and buy it online instead? I mean, unless you can, of course, find a good deal. But it just makes me think like, oh, if I'm going to go to Wisconsin card show again, I'm not probably going to look for the Chris Middleton because I'm probably going to pay more here yes. than I would online where it's not like the hometown. Yes. Okay, cool. Thanks. Just like, you're not going <laughs> to insult me? No, I will. Uh, but not in this question. What's you. the next name and I'll insult you. I uh, can't do it. John, Bo- uh, actually I can't. Boren, Boren. John, when does ultra modern basketball bounce back? Lots of collectors, including myself, are upside down on cards from this summer and it's rough it's tough to make a move on anything when guys like Tatum, Durant are down. I, I think you'll see some bounces based on player performance. And when I say bounce back, I don't think, like John, I'm in the same boat. Again, we can't say this. We have a big microphone. 
This, if I were just to go my card career over the past six months, I'm in the negative overall, guaranteed. I, I've done a lot of buying and flipping instantly and made my 10, 20%. But a lot of those things I bought in bulk or bought big pieces of are down from when I bought them. And it may never re rebound, quite frankly, to those all-time highs I bought at. So when does it come back? I think we'll start seeing stuff come back. But if you bought in February, like those Durants I bought in February or oh man, January, February, I don't know, for 400 bucks a piece. Granted, my cost average is down because I sold 15 or 20 at 500 when they spiked. So I'll say my average is 300 for my 07 tops, PSA 9, the white, lab, the white borders. I don't know that those go back to 400 even in the midst of a championship run this year. Quite I frankly, so disagree with the whole like not if the if it the prices ever come back like in general I think no matter what we will see another boom when that is what that looks like how how big of a boom that's yet to be determined but yeah I wonder like well, like my biggest loss on a card ever and it's not a loss because I haven't sold and I probably won't I bought a two uh, nineteen ninety six Flair Rose Zero Kobe BGS nine five I paid twenty seven five for it. Worth like eight thousand right now. I don't know that that card's ever coming. I don't know that card ever. Even if there's a boom next year, I think you would see a boom in a different aspect of the market than the stuff I got into. I just, but I, you I think don't, the boom we saw covered almost every market, including new ones like bringing in tennis and skateboarding and all that. So I just and I say that because I'm not basing it on my personal opinion, but after reading that white paper a little more in depth and seeing like Luber pointing out like all these statistical like graphs and charts and all this stuff of like how the market has performed over the long term, not just in the last year or anything, it would make sense that we would see another boom as the market would continue to increase over time. So who okay. knows? I could be I wrong, so. but just based on that. So, yep, that's fair. Thad Walker's up next. Thad wants to know is Alex Verdugo, is that right? On a trajectory to be the best redheaded Mexican baseball player ever? Yep. Is that is that a serious question or did I, I just know. say something? I Verdugo shouldn't. might be. <laughs> okay. He played well in the Sox this year. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> both. he's going to be the best player with nine fingers under the height of 6'2". Uh, That's a game. Sure. Let's just I love go, these stats. Just go with yes and move on. Christopher Duff, which if Chris is asking, it can't be good. Um, I'm hoping they can pull in the ringer's own Chris Ryan for a debate on rookie of the year versus angels on the outfield. I'm a little I movie debate on that. Chris I mean, Ryan joined us one time to talk about soccer. Do you think Christopher Lloyd really made that big of a difference versus Christopher Lloyd still alive? Yes. He is? Okay. That, that's why I still hold out hope for a, some kind of revival, whether it's a remake or a sequel to back to the future. I don't know. I don't know, but I want there to be something. I want more stories in that universe. I want for you. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. <laughs> All right, I got four more questions. You want to do them? This Bang is already let's a go, long let's episode. Go, let's go, let's go. Nat Thorpe, what do you typically expect as a mid-season slump in values of players? I.e. Trey Young playing uh, playing numbers are great, values are down. Giannis playing numbers are great, values are down. What, what do, do you what do you typically expect as the mid-season slump in values? I guess. What? I don't know how you could say what. I mean, I expect values to slump right now, even though some players are playing relatively well. You know, proven commodities like Giannis are down because I think guys like, yeah, it's the middle of the season. What's going to happen? It's going to spike. The playoffs will happen. So in the middle, you're going to get that lull. The problem with Trey Young, too, is the team's playing 500 ball. 
He's playing very well, but they're not 18 and 2 like Curry. They're, I think they're 10 and 10, 11 and 10 in that range. So some of that. Same with Tatum. The, the Celtics, I think, are pretty much rated 500 as well. He's slumping. He had some great moments. Team's not playing good. It's like, okay, well, we'll buy in a little bit later when it's closer to the playoffs and we have a chance at an event happening where he wins a series or goes nuts. But I, I think a lot of that is typical. You said this earlier. What's 500 ball? What even. 10 wins, 10 losses. Oh, why don't you say even? It's a lot. It's less syllables. You can say it faster. I thought Sports Boy would have picked up on the. Well, this is Jesse asking. There. Oh, that's my fault. I didn't know. You can't think there. Uh, Danny Ginevan. Gin- yep. It looks. It's spelled like minivan with a G. You're doing it. Jenny Van. Danny. Thoughts on the. Sales this guy's of Mac- last name is really Jenny <laughs> Van, and that's how he pronounces it. I'll give you a hundred bucks. <laughs> Danny, let me know, please. Thank you. I'll split it with you. <laughs> Thoughts on the sales of Mac Jones. PSA 10 base rated rookie cards going for over a thousand. Ah, we've already answered that. All right. Joe McLaughlin. Everyone I think you asks, got that one right. Yep. Well, it's not spelled how you think I, oh, it should never be. Mind. So I could be wrong. Everyone asks who to invest in. Why not ask who not to invest in? Mike, any opinions on who not to invest in right now that maybe others might say differently? Who not to invest in? Yeah, I mean, the one guy I was very vocal about that scared me was Justin Herbert. I think he's very good, but his prices were so high. I didn't think he could live up. And quite frankly, I don't like now compared to two months ago. If you invested high then, I don't think you're pro- I don't think you're sitting in the best position. Um, I think guys who play great but are on losing teams. Bradley Beal's a good example of that. That scares me. It maybe gets traded to a contender, but I don't like it. Um, Cole Anthony's another guy, like for the Magic. He's having a very good season. The Magic are crap. Like, what's that guy going to do to get his pricing up? Um, so, there, And then anything like Luka stuff, even. If you've got players that are on good teams, but I don't trust to win in the end. You know, Devin Booker's market's very strong. I don't think the Suns are winning a championship. I just don't. So I wouldn't buy in on his hype right now because I, although he's good and the team's good, I don't think it's going higher than that. I look for guys where I think there's potential and market size. LeBron comes to mind. If you told me at the end of the year the Lakers are going to win the championship, I wouldn't be shocked. And he's got a crazy huge market. Um, you know, again, a guy like John Morant, I think there is potential there. But I think there are a lot of don't buy type guys. You know, Michael Porter Jr. was that type of guy, and now he's out indefinitely. Everybody's dumping him. I think we've been talking about how terrible of a buy he is the whole time. Because what are you supposed to do with that guy? He's a he's a third option. You spend money on that. I wouldn't buy. I wouldn't invest long term in any pitchers. I think pitchers are a terrible investment unless they're retired Hall of Famers. Uh, you know, defensive players in football, in general, tough investment. I think that just summarized a number of episodes that we've given out recently with who not to invest in. So there you go, Joe. Invest in sports, boy, because he's going to oh. take over the world. <laughs> That little That's girl really... is lost as Del Cape, and he's going to fly higher than ever. Why am I a little girl You now? have no idea how high that tank top can fly. It does have a sunset on it with a palm, palm It's the first tree. time you've not worn a Dell shirt on the show. I'm excited. Well, I honestly, I had a Dell shirt on, and I was like, no, it wouldn't be right on the first episode. <laughs> nope. Uh, not going to do but it. I do. I either have to replace my wardrobe or I'm only wearing tank tops from now on because that's really all I have Either way, wear, that's a win-win so. option for people <laughs> like win, me who get to see this. And the YouTube show, which will be all visual, I think we go tank top. Oh, my God. We both wear tank tops? Bro. The tank top bros? Can we name the show that? The tanks. tank top bros. Tank bros. Is the sports card mark tanking? It is now. 
That will, that's what we'll say. Do you have another question? Wearing tank top. Do you have another question to ask? <laughs> I do, but we're done. Oh, is that we it? No it. more questions? Yeah, I think we're good. All right. <laughs> we did it. Feels Fine. really good. We're back Thursday. That's true. I don't have any guests lined up for Thursday. I would like we a need guest. to get another guest. I would like a guest one of the next three shows. So, Well, where's your boy Simmons? I'm put- I don't know. If we're <laughs> talk- I don't know. I haven't talked to Simmons in a while, actually. Did you insult him? Did you say something? I don't think I've insulted him. Let me take a gander here. He's been, I, I keep seeing all this HBO stuff he's doing. Maybe he's just busy with other things. He messaged me November 12th. Don't get back surgery. He said it's an elbow. <laughs> he said, oh, I was listening. I thought you were talking about a back. Then he asked, is my pitching career over? But he's so, joking around. He's having fun. Oh, he's I was still there. I would like to have Bill back, especially in December. I think it'd be nice. I will text him. Um, in the interim, I would like to have somebody in the next three shows. I think it'd be, a, I think it's a realistic goal. An interesting guest. People like Chris Ryan. What are, what happened? Didn't we try and get Chris Ryan? Would he come back? I he don't came, remember. We didn't try. He came on. He was awesome the first time. Came on. Yeah. We haven't reached back out to him Ronick, since. Chris Ryan. Ronick, is you, that a you thing or an us thing? How do we do that? How do we do that, Chris? How, Ronick? I can ask Corey. Oh, is it Chris is a Corey guy? Oh. No, I mean, it's because Chris is one of the managers. Corey is my manager, so. I see. Up the chain oh. of command. Wow. Okay. Management. That's cool. Uh, but what are we having him on for? Like, yeah, there has to be a purpose. I just don't want this guy coming on. That's what we I mean. already talked about it. Rookie of the year versus angels in the outfield. Okay. That's so, it. so Ronick, don't send us. This is a dump. Not <laughs> right. right. I thought we, we don't didn't have know. anything to. I mean, what he came on last time about soccer, right? Yeah, we just had a soccer guy on. I know, but I'm just saying, like, he's got to be known for other. He's he knows other sports. Well, I think football. he's very not. I don't think no, that's basketball. a question. Yeah, I, like Simmons to me makes Simmons or Vernon would make sense the next couple of weeks. A, a basketball heavy person. We'll talk about it, I well, guess. Well, okay, well. Hey guys, we're gonna glad talk we about did, this off. Glad we did this on the on the <laughs> on the live. So uh, uh, tune in next week though. Uh next Thursday. We got a really exciting show. This Thursday, not next this, That's the next Thursday for me. All right, I'm we're done. Sports cards nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. The tank top boys are out. <laughs> See you on Thursday. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.